What's going on, everybody? It's Iris Burton and Andrew Vos, and we have a special guest here today, JP. Um, he is out of the Philippines. He is one of our amazing, beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful, amazing, beautiful. <laughs> virtual you're beautiful, assistant. JP. You're beautiful, JP. So handsome, <laughs> uh, but amazing. And he, uh, you know, he's definitely he's a, a value add um, to our business. So I figured, why not talk about um, the value add to what assistance, what a virtual assistants and what transaction coordinators do for your business. And ultimately it's scalability, right? We could all agree that if you have someone that you can, you know, that is an extension of yourself, um, they can help you get stuff done more than, right. You can't, you can't build an empire by yourself. I don't know anybody that's a self-made six-figure heir or a millionaire. I, they've always had help somewhere along the way. So JP, from your perspective, what what does a virtual assistant bring to the table for a realtor or a team or a brokerage in the real talk pertaining to the real estate realm? cool so so i 100 percent agree right a lot of people just say and i i iris i want you to jump in here but a lot of people think that agents are they don't have a ton of stuff to do but there's a ton of stuff to do. If you pull back the curtain and you look at what a really good realtor is doing, they're doing video, they're doing social media posts, they're making sure that the their buyers and clients um, automated emails are going out and that's fitting the criteria and they're checking in with them, you know. So, if, and then you're also hitting those key points in inside of a transaction, inspection, appraisal, any due diligence documents. Um, in some states, you have your agents are trained to look at title work, right? In state of Colorado, most agents that are good agents know how to read through a title commitment yeah, and know what so it is. In Florida, they don't really the do that. Basically, the purpose of virtual there's, assistant there's various is in order for us this, to this help you those, with, with those make simple your, tasks so make that sure, you can focus ensure your on past much more important matters. Ensure we your all know that realtors have so many, lead so many to get more things that they have to, and to do in their end. So there's three different facets so in order for to them what a realtor, a good realtor, a good marketer, a good agent should be doing. So so then what's your thoughts on that, Iris? I know you have for them VAs to take those burdens work closely on together their, and on their tasks. Yeah, so that I think a lot of people to tend to, focus on what especially in the Philippines, there is a lot of talent. 
when and it comes to I can hire closing, a video so editor to for fifty to you know two hundred dollars so depending on how good of quality and on brand it is. Um, will be able to. And um, and so I think that's what the, a lot of people are wanting to do is just they can't they feel like well. they can't afford it. And I know there's like a lot of you know everyone has different opinions about hiring you know uh, a Philippine assistant or virtual assistant, but I've found the quality of work to be um, exceptional and reliable. But the other thing is like a lot of they will help you get your tasks done because they're not just sitting around waiting for stuff to do. They're like, hey. What do you want to um, take care of today? What videos do you have today? Hey, did you post your video? Did you make your video? And and that's helped me stay in line um, when I have to have content to give them. And then they do it for me and they do it really well. So uh, I, I highly recommend it. I honestly don't think that I would have been able to get this far um, without my VA. I have, well, I have two, one for, one for social media and then one for, uh, YouTube. Yeah. And I use, um, so we don't even use one, uh, for social media. Well, we do social media outreach, agent attraction. Um, JP has kind of become Jack of all trades, right? So just, I, I've always been transparent with everybody, right? As the market's been constricting and sales are taking longer, we're looking at a not six to 12 month period, right? From getting a buyer, putting them in the pipeline, getting them pre-approved and then getting them comfortable for the home that they want to be in, right? Because we don't do that whole pressure sales bull crap like, hey, buy, like you should buy this. I don't sell houses. I just meet people and I build rapport and I let the house do the selling for me. Um, if they ask my opinion, I give my opinion, or if I feel like the opinion is warranted, I always ask for permission to give my opinion. Do you mind if I give my opinion on this? But here's, um, so JP has kind of taken on this role of like Jack of all trades. Like he's like updating our website right now with the help of chime. Um, him and I were just on uh zoom before this. We're going to have to get back on the zoom. We're building out this training platform that Iris, you helped us get into, um, through go high level. So there's just a lot of tasks that I feel like people don't from the outside looking in that aren't realtors that don't really know what's that, what all goes on, especially, um, being a solo agent. Uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's much easier than when you go to a team or a brokerage or stuff like that, because as a solo agent, you only have to worry about yourself essentially, right? You just worry about you and your business and there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's times that I've felt that I want to go back that route. <laughs> uh, but I get I get a ton of gratification um, from helping people and helping them grow and doing what I, the little amount that I feel like I could do to help that. But so JP has kind of taken on all these tasks for agent attraction uh, building out these training platforms and doing all this. So JP, from your perspective, um, what's it been like to, um, what well, are we your first real estate team that you've worked with? How has it been? I want you to be completely honest. None of that boss, sir, anything. I want you to pull back the current, what it's been like to work How with How annoying us. it is to work with Andrew. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, this is just, totally cool. This is a free space. We talk shit about things and people all the time. So this is your opportunity to talk shit to me. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. Hey, JP, I have a question for you because you're kind of like a rare because it takes a while to to go through a lot of different virtual assistants to kind of get like a JP. Like for me, it's Marish. Like how do you have any tips on finding (laughs) um, a virtual assistant, but also like tips on how to communicate and what is working with you in Andrew's team to make it so successful because <laughs> no, a lot of people is, try uh, to do the virtual assistant the route first, and then they uh, get upset and frustrated and they, um, with, so then they say, well, this isn't for me. First real estate uh, team that I've been working in my freelance career as well. So basically this is where, this is where I was able to get those skills from the agent attraction, from, from building the website, from building the automations, all of the things that I've learned right now made me become what I become right now, it is because of Prosperity Group. All of the tasks that they given to me, or you guys that you've given to me that sometimes I don't know, uh, it, it forces me to learn the things. And that's mm-hmm. how I was able to acquire those skills right now. And I was able to like uh, take action. I, I was able to take those learnings into action as well. Because I'm a type of person that when I, when I, in order for me to learn something, I have to to execute it. So that's how we, we basically build the resources that we currently have right now. And then, so far, that's it. Uh, you, you guys are the yeah. very first real estate yeah. team until I establish my network. And then I have my own team right now and was working with other realtors in the group as well. JP, what was the first, what was our first interaction together? I I know exactly where I was when we did the interview with you. I was pulling into the golf course, about to go have some drinks and food at the clubhouse. And I was, and I never popped in on the interviews ever. I just let other people do it, but I'm like, heck no, I'm going to pop in on this one. What was the fear? 
what was our first interaction? And do you think it was a positive one? Do you think I approached it properly? If not, I how see. could I have done it so, differently? First of um, all, right now, there's we, so many we went into, straight into role play. Right? So, how, <laughs> so yeah. you won't be able to really figure so, um, out I want you who's to be the honest. best, who's not. What, what could right? I have done better? So what I am did I really do good? And when how was your experience um, um, through that process? Hire fast, fire faster, promote fastest. So that's how it, it's going on my end as well when I'm hiring my own assistants. So you won't really be able to identify who's best or not if you won't be able to work with them. So what I always do is like I do a, like a one-week trial with them. And then when I figure out then yeah, they're good, then I'll go ahead and work forward with them. Because even though on the interview, as a vir- on a virtual assistant perspective, I can tell all the positive things that I can so that you will be able to uh, – I can get your buy-in. I can get your emotional trigger you, you, so that you will hire me. Sometimes there are virtual assistants that's really good in talking but not really good in the performance. Uh, me too. Even you interview me right now, I can go ahead and talk about positive things about me and then you will hire it. me and then – some action, um, uh, some yeah, tasks. So will you're not completed. like so you're, and you're it, not it even really in an ISA role It's really now. like a kind of trial and away error from that. for me when Are it comes you, to finding um, out the right virtual assistant. How do you feel you. about that? So, is that the right move for you? Do you want to go back to the ISA role? This is what's what. How you feeling? Because we've just added tasks to you. Like we're like, hey, need this, 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 and the only ISA stuff you're doing now is text. Really, you know. So what's it been like? Um, yeah, just. What's your uh, and then I want to talk a little bit about your company. I know Iris has to go here in a minute, um, so yeah. Yeah. Right. So actually, the interview really went good, really went best. All right. Since the good thing about what you've done before is that since you're hiring for an ISA, so like, what do you call this? Uh, like a Mac call is really the great thing in order for you to identify which is the best person for it. So yeah, when it comes to the live demo or live Mac call during the interview, then so, yeah, that, that is the very best thing for you to identify who's the best person for the position of an ISA role. So, I think that went better. So, yeah, since you figure out I'm like a jolly person on the call, right? So, I mostly outdone those other candidates during that interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Yep. Yeah, so 
So basically, Iris, what, um, in thank an, you for that, employee, JP. Uh, perspective, uh, though. So, uh, what, so what do you look I am, for I'm actually person, looking for like, long-term. Uh, so, a virtual assistant. Like, according what, to my experience what's your thought before, process, if you like, do, you, like, you've the, gone same, through a couple, the same right? task, like, what the are same you position, for the same what thing you, over and over again for four, five, ten years. I just want someone that communicates well and that shows up and does the work. Like, it really doesn't give you challenges. So I, but I think one thing to not do right is overwhelm is really them with, um, I know for, for JP me, it's challenging, a, a but really sometimes environment VAs, they're really good at this one task. Like of really, tasks. Either not, they're really good at websites boring, and SEO and design, and it's not or just one task, they're really good at video. And if you try and switch the two, it just goes to it frustrates them. And then it also... So um, I think that is also very important can't, when it like, comes thrive to in their uh, one thing working that they with your virtual do. assistant. So uh, now, if you're really looking for but, yeah, to work I mean, with I just ask them like, hey, what are you good at? What do you really love? What can you do all day long? That way you'll be and able to identify. You know, jump oh, on the phone. I have one girl who's at amazing at social media. So, um, but she, yeah, it's very she doesn't important really to like to do like the paperwork stuff, the admin stuff. So, are, and that makes sense because so I think we're all, we all have our own much talent more deeper and bigger tasks where in the we like to thrive. I don't like doing specific admin niche stuff. that they are specialists so, in. Don't ask so me currently, do right now, I'm yeah. enjoying what I'm already well, doing. Um, I like, think this is a great episode. Get you a TC, which is a transaction quarter. Get you a virtual assistant. Not just and this is one thing that I wish I would have done growing, more. I wasn't as involved in the, so the hiring process grow, the training process. I will be able to but a lot of people are like, okay, I'm, I'm getting able this virtual assistant. They're the automatically going to know what to do. So, so a pro tip for you. As you're doing things on Zoom or as you're going through Chime or CTME or contract writing or whatever you're going to be training your virtual assistants on, make sure you're recording yourself and your screen recording and videos every single time. Get in the habit of pushing that record button because it's going to make your life a lot easier when you're either prior to hiring them that you could just give them a, a list of videos to go watch. Hey, these are the tasks I need you to do. I needed you to get an understanding first. Also, when you're, you have to build out like an SOP for them, right? Um, you, they have to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, right? Because they're an extension of you, but they can't be an extension of you if you don't train them. So a lot of people, I was really bad. I skipped the training process, and I was just like, okay, they just should just fucking do it. They just already know, but they don't already know, right? Right. 